Hey guys, I thought that coming to you from my van would be a good place to tell you today's Bible story. Several years ago, my four kids and I were traveling all by ourselves. We were driving in Iowa. We live in Washington. We were a far away from home. And my husband wasn't able to be with us. And all of a sudden, trouble happened. I had a flat tire. I was able to pull over safely to the side of the road, but you guys, I have never changed a flat tire before, and I didn't know for sure how to do it. So I called my husband, and then I hung up and changed into some clothes that I could lay on the ground in, and then I remembered I probably should start with prayer. So I opened the sliding door of our van, and I prayed with our kids that God would keep us safe and protect us and that he would help me change that tire. We had just said amen when my oldest daughter started saying, Mom, Mom, Mom. And you know sometimes how parents are. And we say, hey, just take a breath after we're done praying before you start having your own conversation. And she looked at me and she said, Mom. And right next to me, was a stranger, a stranger who had stopped to help. Even people who aren't Christians, people who don't know anything about God and his word, often know today's Bible story. You can find it in Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. So this week, that's your homework assignment. Read it from God's word for yourself. The story is called The Good Samaritan, and you certainly could call that man who stopped and changed my tire for me a good Samaritan. He didn't know me, but he showed great kindness, and he certainly was an answer to my prayer that day. Today's story begins with a man who knew a lot about God's law. And he came to test, maybe another word for it would be to trick Jesus. His question was this, teacher, what must I do to enter eternal life? It's not really the right question, is it? Is there anything that you can do to get into heaven? Is there anything that you can do? so that your sins don't keep you away from a holy God? No. No. The answer is no. But this man was trying to test God. And so Jesus said, what's written in God's law? What does it tell you? Well, the man was an expert in the law. He knew it well. And so he answered Jesus with God's own word. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said you answered correctly. Do that perfectly and you will have eternal life. The man had one more question. He said, who is my neighbor. 
one of the reasons I'm doing it here is you can see some of my neighbors' houses, and a lot of times that's what we think of, right? The people who live next to us are our neighbors. But in Luke chapter 10, Jesus answers with a parable. A parable is an earthly story, a story about everyday life that has a heavenly meaning. And in today's parable, Jesus said this. There was a man who was walking from the city of Jerusalem to the city of Jericho. Not in a car, because remember, cars hadn't been invented yet. So he was walking along a road when robbers attacked him. They took everything that he had, even his clothing. And the Bible says that they beat him halfway to the point of death. And then they left him lying there. Tragic. So hard to live in a sinful world with stuff like that happening, isn't it? Well, the Bible says that someone started to come to walk by. He was a priest. A priest worked for God. He was kind of like a pastor. He did burnt offerings to God. And when he saw that man lying there, he quickly crossed over to the other side of the road and left him lying there. Some time passed and another man walked by. He was a Levite. The Levites were God's people whose job was to work in the temple, to do things about worship. And this man too crossed away and left that man lying there. Soon after the Levite passed, a Samaritan came by. You guys, do you know what a Samaritan is? A Samaritan was an enemy of the Jews. The Jewish people hated them. It was, it was racism. And they worshipped in different ways and different places. The Samaritans often didn't worship the way that God said in his law. And so there was a lot of hatred between those two groups. Well, this Samaritan, this enemy, walked by and he had compassion on that helpless, naked, beaten man. He used the medicine that they used in those days of wine and oil. He bandaged him up, picked him up, put him on his own donkey, and took him to an inn. There, he asked the innkeeper to take good care of him. And he said, I will be back. And if you need more money than I am leaving with you, I will pay that debt also. Then Jesus looked at that giver of the law and said, Which of these three was a neighbor? And the man said, The one who was kind and helped him. Jesus said, now you go and do likewise. You guys, that man, that expert of the law, was an expert of the law, not an expert in the good news of what Jesus was going to do when he was going to suffer and die on the cross. 
for broken and beaten sinners like us. God, help us to always see Jesus, who does all things well for us. On the back of your sheet today of the parable of the loving Samaritan, there are lots of great ideas about ways how you, as God's child, can love others like the good Samaritan. Because you know who the real good Samaritan is? You guys, it's Jesus. <laughs> he wasn't from the town of Samaria, from the region of Samaria, but he did save us. And without God, we are, we are spiritually dead when we are not connected to Christ. We wouldn't have any blessings. We wouldn't have any clothing. We wouldn't have a home. We wouldn't have a car. We would have nothing if God didn't give it to us. And Jesus is the only one who can save us from those big troubles. And so he does. He paid all those debts and he promises to come back soon. And he will. In the meantime, we, the children of that good Samaritan, the children of Jesus, get to love people. So this week, maybe play a game with your little sister or brother if you have one. Maybe you could help your neighbor take their trash cans in. Maybe you could help that kid at school that doesn't have a lot of friends by being kind and loving to them. Maybe when you're at the store, you could hold a door open for someone or, or if they drop some money, you could pick it up and give it back to them. There are so many ways that we can show love to others. Can we show enough love to people to save ourselves? Goodness, no. <laughs> Only Jesus can do that. The law has a good job. It's to show us our sin. Jesus has a better job. The gospel, the good news is that our sins are forgiven. We are his. And now we're free. So God bless your week as you love others. All right, you guys, this week, I thought it would be good if, for our Bible treasure. Instead of looking at a Bible verse, we should look at our catechisms. So if you have a catechism, that's awesome. You're going to be looking for um, the fifth commandment. It's also on the back of your little sheet. The fifth commandment says, you shall not murder. And kind of like that, that expert in the law, of course we shouldn't murder. Chances are pretty good you haven't murdered anyone. But Dr. Martin Luther went on to help us to understand what that means with this explanation. The fifth commandment, you shall not murder. What does this mean? We should fear and love God that we do not hurt or harm our neighbor in his body, but help and befriend him in every bodily way. Let's pray together. Dear Jesus, you are the perfect good Samaritan. You helped everyone in the world in the way no one else could. 
by taking our sins away on a cross, teach us to always look for opportunities to show our love for you by helping others. Amen. That prayer from the back of your lesson, too, would be a good one to maybe cut out and stick on your bathroom mirror and pray every day. God bless your week in Him. I'll see you next time.